I hate that you felt jealousy because I've sort of dropped the romance ball. You were well within the rules, and I don't think either one of you did anything wrong, but it hurt my feelings because that's not something you do with me. There's things that other men can give you from a personality standpoint, even maybe from a sexual standpoint, from a lifestyle standpoint that I can't give you. And I want you to get to experience those, but it's hard. It makes me proud of myself and it makes me proud of us that we're able to do this. Welcome back to our third podcast episode now, and we're going to be covering today uh, something that has been basically a three and a half month process for us, something we've never done before, something we said we would never do uh, when we got into the lifestyle originally years and years ago. Um, We finally had our first ever separate date. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it took, it was, we put a YouTube video up on our YouTube show on April 27th, where, <laughs> where we, where we discussed, would we do this? And if so, what rules would we put in place? And I just want to say, I predicted then on April 27th, that it would be August <laughs> before we had time in our schedule to actually go on these separate dates. And that's exactly what happened. So <laughs> we're going to cover, uh, we're going to recap uh, for those of you that didn't get to see it, uh, what we talked about in that separate dating and why it was a scary thing for us and something new and and what happened and how the dates, when they actually finally happened, how they went, because yeah. it was just this past weekend uh, where we had those separate dates. So we had this video, we discussed and hashed it out live. Like what, what our, yeah, we didn't know planning for that. No, actually what you said to me was, um, let's not discuss anything until we turn on the camera. Yeah, we started talking about, <laughs> should we go on separate dates? And we, we wanted to start discussing what that might look like. And we just eventually, sh- we shut it down really quick and said, no, this would be great if we do it live. Yeah. Uh, and then if we hated it, we could just erase it and not, never show it. But we showed it. One of the things that was critical about this separate dating issue is that April had come to me, or not come to me, but she had said years ago that if I ever approach you and say, I'm interested in separate dating... <laughs> She's also eating an alcoholic popsicle. Sorry, this is a pop tail. It's 100 degrees here. <laughs> She's eating a popsicle with alcohol in it. So uh, we're having a, a long work Sunday. So uh, anyway, uh, I, she's told me that if I ever come to you and say I want a separate date, you should be very, very worried. Yeah. That, that was years ago. Uh, a lot has happened since then. We've had a lot of conversations. You know, We've progressed and evolved in our open relationship. And uh, the conversation then really took off. Should we try this and why and all this kind of stuff? In that original YouTube video, we wanted to hash out our rules and we just went back earlier today and counted out all the rules that we put in place for that separate video. A lot of rules. There was 18 rules that I could count that we came up with. Which is very similar to the beginning of our lifestyle journey. We had like a Santa scroll of rules. So this was I, I, you know, anytime you do something new, you, I think that's normal. Maybe not. I don't know. It's normal for us anyway, to put a lot of rules in place be, 
more for me, <laughs> I will say. No, I mean, it too. makes me feel safe. Well, it does me too. And that was the way we started in the lifestyle. And, and we had all these rules. And uh, over time, over the years, those rules have gotten smaller and smaller yeah. as our understanding of ourselves and each other and our relationship has gotten better. Right. You know, we've, we've loosened the reins a bit. Yeah. All right, so we're going to work through real quickly these rules so that you can kind of, if you haven't real seen, quick, yeah, because there's you, 18. If you haven't seen the show, we, we want to kind of update you so you have some context. Uh, one of the first rules, and maybe the most important one for me, was uh, that the dates, those first dates, had to be on the same weekend, and I would preferably had wanted them on the exact same day and time. Right. And then the second rule was, and this was also your rule, mm -hmm. that we weren't going to talk about that date until. We were on camera. Yeah. So the idea was we would have the dates, preferably on the same night. And then we would meet together at home that night. We would resist the urge to talk about those dates until the next morning when we woke up, we yeah. turned the camera on. And, and that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. Three and four was, I didn't want to hear any of the details um, of his date. And he wanted, number four was, he wanted to hear Every detail. Uh, number five, April didn't want to know the person I was going out on a date with. Didn't want to know anything about yeah. her. Really. Didn't want to see a picture of her. Didn't want to know anything about her. And we wanted group texting. And we also wanted to confirm with the other partner, right? Because we didn't want guys like sliding in there saying that they were in a relationship, but actually cheating on their wives or something. So right. we needed to talk with their partner. And then we also said no singles. And then also that the guy would, uh, that you would talk to the guy in person or via Zoom. Right. I wanted, I wanted to, for some safety reasons, I wanted to talk to the guy. April did not want to talk to my date, meet her or have anything to do with her. Again, she didn't want to know anything about yeah. her. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, we agreed that there would be no overnight stays on that first date. Yeah. And sex was on the table. Sex but they the could not pick you up from our house. Not in our hometown. Not any of our current group of friends. Right. So we've got a, a pretty big group of lifestyle friends. But we that was more for me because, again, I don't I didn't want to see her. I didn't want to know her. I didn't want to hear about it. Yeah, that was not. Yeah, I, I would have preferred the opposite. I right. want to know them really well. Yeah. She wanted to know them not at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, we agreed to a 2, 2 a.m. curfew. Since we agreed to no overnights, we agreed on a curfew and 2 a.m. I don't know where we got that from, but that's <laughs> that's what we came up with. And then you said you were not, you were going to plan a very creative date. No, no, no. You said I would, you, you knew me well, and that I would probably come up with something creative, not just an old plain dinner and a movie date. And I said, well, that's my favorite kind. Right. And you said, okay, no, no dinner and a movie. Yeah, which we'll get to that later. And then uh, the last one was just funny because we agreed or we didn't really agree to this. I just wrote it down that April could not be on time to her date because she's never been on time to a date that I set up for us. That's not true. All right. Well, we're going to. So we'll get to that. So as, as, as we count that as 18 rules, there actually may have been more than that, but that's what we came up with. Yeah. All right. But these dates happened with two incredibly close friends of ours, which violated several rules. Yeah. But they were very close friends of ours. Katie and Tom. They Katie live two Tom hours away. Live about two hours away. It made it easy for us to arrange the logistics. Uh, but, um, you know, of course, that violated the rule of April not knowing the person because it's one of her very best friends. Right. So my ideal separate date would be I don't know the woman. I don't want to know the details. I don't know what she looks like. But because this is one of my really good friends, I did want to know the details. And I didn't want to know 
you know, I obviously know what she looks like. I know her very well. I wanted to know every detail of your date. Right. So we still haven't done the true separate right. date. In all fairness, this separate date that actually happened was much more along the lines of what I wanted and not at all really what April wanted. Right. Which is which we'll talk the, about. Goes against the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole thing was really April's idea from the beginning because she was tired of not feeling super comfortable in these foursomes that we were with. And we thought maybe we just separate ourselves, have our own fun. And, and yeah. that's really yeah. not what happened. But uh, we had fun. Yeah. So April got some, some details about our date. Maybe not every detail. We didn't go through a play by play, but we did follow the group texting for the most part, even though they're our friends, there were some logistical yeah. separate texting, yeah. nothing, nothing major. So we kind of violated that rule kind of didn't. And a lot of these rules just really didn't, Matt, they didn't yeah. apply because they were very, very close friends. Right. Of ours. We did change a couple of things. Uh, we we took sex off the table. Yeah. Even though this was a, some friends of ours that we have played with before. Right. We took sex off the table. And that was primarily to relieve some pressure. Right. Uh, to make Because this was also this couple's first time ever having a separate date. Right. And so we just wanted to relieve the pressure, let everybody have fun within the boundaries that we had set. Uh, which for those separate dates were basically keep your hands above the clothes yeah, kind of yeah. sort of thing and no sex on the table. Uh, the no pickup at our house didn't really happen. We actually drove to their house and yeah. we all left in separate vehicles. Which but, means I was on time and actually early. Yeah, we were actually early to that, which irritated me to no end <laughs> that she was so excited that she actually got ready for something on time. <laughs> Not on time, early. Early, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we just wanted to kind of go through that we set all these rules and probably more than half of them got violated. We would like to invite you to a first of its kind event, unlike anything ever done at Hedonism Resort in the Grill, Jamaica. It's called Be Better at Being Bad Week. This is the fittest party in the lifestyle. Now, this doesn't mean you have to be a hard body to attend. This party is for anyone and everyone who wants to improve their relationship and communication dynamics, increase their sexual health, learn better wellness practices, and explore and expand their mind, body, and sexuality. Experts from around the world will descend on Hedo to help you be better at being bad. Daily keynote talks, interactive technique sessions at the nude and prude pools, exciting competitions and workouts, integration workshops on cannabis and psychedelics, intimate couples yoga, speed dating, and workshops in the Kama Sutra Palace. All the nightly themed parties and entertainment that you've come to expect from Hedo and the grand finale the red ball. This event is perfect for people exploring the idea of opening their relationship. Special sessions led by the Naughty Gym, Naughty Gym team of experts will guide you through various Q&A and orientation sessions to help you get to know your fellow attendees. Veterans of the lifestyle can expect all the same high-energy sexy parties and electrifying entertainment that made Hedo famous with a little extra flair from the Be Better at Being Bad team. Everyone will leave with a wealth of new tools and experiences curated by our all-star team of professionals designed to improve your journey through consensual non-monogamy. So what are you waiting for? Join us January 6th through the 13th of 2024 at Hedonism Resorts for Be Better at Being Bad Week and get ready for the fittest party in the lifestyle. All right, so here's what we want to do. We want to recap how those dates went, how we felt in the aftermath of those dates. Yeah. Tell me, how did you feel? For the first time in your life, being married to somebody and then going on a date 
with another man. Well, we had an affair, so I kind of know what that's like. <laughs> okay. Uh, and if you need to know that story, listen to one of either of our first two podcasts. All right. Fantastic start so far to the story. Okay. So I know Assuming what you're saying. That we didn't have an affair. It was easy and it was uh, light. It felt light. Like I felt free to do what I wanted to do and um, was not concerned about somebody watching me or hurting somebody's feelings. Okay. In those situations, if there'd been the four of us there, mm -hmm. who would you have most likely been concerned about? Probably my friend, Katie. Okay. Yeah. Why? Be what just because mean? I would never want to hurt her and I want to protect her. Um, and make sure that she feels safe and secure and that I'm not overstepping any lines. Right. You don't want her to look over there and see you just knob goblin her husband. And well, maybe, yeah. I mean, and, I didn't do that on the date, but I yeah. know, but that's the, the kind of things you think about. Right. right. Yeah. I, I would never want her to feel bad. And so she would be my primary concern. And then of course you would be my secondary concern. Maybe but, that should be reversed, but <laughs> I know <laughs> not a lot bothers you. So in a foursome situation, I'm always hyper aware of the other woman first and making sure that she's feeling secure and safe in her relationship. Yeah. And and that's one of the primary reasons that we thought we might would enjoy separate dating right. is to get rid of that element of concern and yeah. where our brain can't focus on the person we're with at the moment because we're so concerned about everybody else in the room, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, you felt the same way. Yeah. But it, my concern was never the other guy right. as much as it was you. Right. I was always worried that about how you were feeling in the moment. Were you having fun? Were you comfortable with what I was doing? Right. Those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. All right. So we actually drove to their house, Yeah. which is very awkward that we drive to their house and then none of us had ever gone out on separate dates. And then we had like me and, Katie had to say goodbye to you two first because we had a actually had a movie date, which I'd said I would not do, but we were going <laughs> to a movie. And the reason we were going to a movie is because she and I love horror movies. You and him hate them. Yeah. Hate and them. so I hadn't seen a horror movie in years, neither had she. We thought it'd be funny to go see a horror movie. All right. Yeah. So we're leaving. We say goodbye. And it felt like I, it almost felt like I was saying goodbye to my parents. Or something like, Hi, bye, mom and dad. We're going out on a date. Yeah. I felt very anxious. Um, just because I didn't know how he was going to feel about, you know, we had so much extra time because I think we had reservations at like six thirty, maybe. Yeah, y'all were at your his. You dropped house. us off at dropped me off, or you know, we got there at like three. You had like an hour or something. At hour, hour and a half at the house beforehand, and which we're friends. You know, the four of us are friends. We've and been so, to their house many times right, before. Yeah. It's, I'm comfortable having conversation with Tom, but I didn't know what headspace he was in either. If he was super nervous, like, are you? Yeah, it, it just put me like anxiety, got, got me filled with anxiety. And then we left. Right. Katie and I left. Yeah. And you're there alone in a man's house that you now have permission to go out on a date with. Yeah. And it was way better than I expected. The, our conversation flowed great. We, from the very beginning. As soon as the, we left? As soon as you left. Good connection. Great conversation. Great chemistry. Everything was great. It was and easy. It so was easy. 
while you were at that house by yourself, did you make out? Um, no, I think we did like little pecks. You kissed? Yeah. Like a little peck. Nothing like, I don't think we know like tongue swap or anything like that. It was just very sweet. Did you snuggle on the couch? Mm-mm. No. Did he come up behind you and dry hump you? <laughs> I'm just trying to, I didn't ask these questions. No, I, don't I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should he? Have, uh, he I'll check. Dry him, Katie? I'll, I'll make sure you're I'm going to have to apologize to her if you did. <laughs> I'll make sure you're telling the truth when I talk to her next time. On that, so eventually you guys, you do have dinner reservations and you leave you yeah. together. So you're driving in the car with this guy on your own date. With. Yeah. How long did it take before one of you put your hand on the other? No, so we, I think we held hands. Um, or he had his hand on my leg while we were driving, but we just had really good conversation. We have a very similar background, very similar history and upbringing. And so it was very easy for us to talk. And we both, we realized on the way to dinner that we both had the same, um, concerns and anxiety leading up to the date. And so, which were what, well, for, for me, I felt very insecure um, I wasn't sure that we should move forward with the date. When you told me about what your date was, I felt a little bit hurt because I felt like you had taken a lot of time to curate a really great date, but you hadn't done that for me recently. Realistic or logical or not. That's what I was feeling. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and he was feeling the same way. He was feeling kind of like he wanted to experience that with Katie and I told you after you told me what your date was, I was like, well, just so you know, I expect you to do something special like this for me very soon. Yeah, because one of the things we had said was that if we tried separate dating, one of the hard parts, but maybe benefits would be that it would make us step our game back up towards each other. Right. Because, I mean, obviously, if I'm going to go take some woman out on a date, it's not my spouse and my spouse is giving me permission to do it. I want to put my best foot forward. I'm a guy. I want to like, I want to do a good you job. You want to impress her. Yeah. Right. I want to do yeah, a good job. Sure. And, and it, it, it did put, it did sort of highlight the fact that I legitimately haven't put that kind of effort into our dates because you start to get lazy. You get, yeah, you get comfortable. And, you know, I start taking our relationship for granted and uh, I don't want to do that, but it's just sort of a, the natural progression. Yeah. And and so it has highlighted the fact that I need to make sure I'm always treating you or trying to treat you like right. it's a first date. Yeah. Kind of thing. So earlier in that week, I got my feelings hurt because I felt like, what the heck? Like, I want this kind of treatment. Like, is there? And then because of the way my brain works. I overthink everything. I start spiraling in my head and going, well, if he's doing this for her, it's because he likes her better. You know, that kind of, which realistically I know is not the case. Um, and that's what I told you. I said, look, I'm in a really bad headspace right now. This was maybe Tuesday, yeah, midweek, or right? Midweek. Tuesday, Wednesday. I said, I need you to just let me process through this. Cause I have a process where I know it's crazy making where we get in our thoughts and we can create a narrative that isn't real. Okay. But then I can deconstruct that. I just need some time. <laughs> I need some time for my brain to freak out. And then for me to logically go, okay, 
what is the reality of this situation? Process through those emotions, get back to like a baseline, and then I can have a conversation about reality. You didn't want to give me that time. You kind of freaked out when I said, you know, I'm having some. Well, one of the things we had is we had had a little hiccup in the lifestyle. uh, I don't know, eight, nine, eight, nine months ago, something like that. That was my fault. Uh, I was a little bit of confusion in that situation, but it was my fault. hundred percent. And we had kind of taken a step back and said, look, we need to make sure we're on the same page with everything. And uh, one of the things we had agreed on that, that we will never settle in a situation again, that yeah. if it wasn't a hell yeah, it's a hell no. Right. And all of a sudden, as this date started getting closer and closer, it started feeling like definitely this is not a hell yeah right. anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were having second thoughts. And uh, I didn't want to be accused after the dates were over of pushing a situation through that obviously was not something you were gung ho for. Right. And so I started based off you having some of those. Um, concerns started trying to pull the plug. I said, look, let me, let me just call them. I'm not saying we're canceling the dates. Let's just postpone it until we feel better about it. And so you're having these thoughts. I'm wanting to pull the plug. And so we're having some tough moments there for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But I convinced you to blow (laughs) out (laughs) because I knew, I know myself, I know that I'll get, I, I can get to a place where I can think logically but I recognize that. And so I just kept telling you, just give me a day or two. Just, just leave me alone for a little bit. Let me process through this. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And you, and you did. Yeah. And you were struggling more with this because this date wasn't the scenario we originally set up. Right. And there's a second video that's out there. If you want to go on YouTube and watch it, it's an update to our, our dating situation. We are had a date set months prior or a couple of months prior to this. Yeah that was going to be the situation you wanted a guy that I didn't know a girl, you didn't know they weren't in a relationship together. And we're still going to try that. Yeah. And we're still going to try that situation, but those dates fell through and it's not worth rehashing. You can go watch the videos if you want. But, um, our friends sort of stepped up and said, Hey, I know those fell through. We'd kind of like to try it. Yeah. So while the original scenario was easy, seemed easier for you, all of a sudden, the ease shifted back right. to me. It was yeah. a lot easier for me because it was what I wanted. It was people right. that we knew and yeah. already had a relationship with. And it wasn't necessarily the ideal situation for you. So you were struggling a little bit. Yeah. It was funny that we found out that the day of the date, and, and I think we both found this out separately after we go, after we parted ways to start our yeah. separate dates, yeah. that they had also had the exact that same Tom problem. was having the same issues that I was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that Katie had about two hours prior to us arriving to their house, had her cell phone in her hand. It was going to cancel. Saying, I'm calling to cancel. <laughs> we were that close to getting those dates canceled again. And it was basically for the exact same yeah. reasons. They were just. And what was so good for me was to hear Tom talk about that, like to share how he felt. And he, we really do process through things so similarly um, that it felt good to hear like almost like an affirmation. Like you're not alone. You're not crazy. I was feeling the same thing. And I'm like, Oh, what a relief. Okay. But we both were able to process through it because we both have very similar ways that we cope with things like that. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons we're such good friends with them is uh, at least about relationship style stuff. Uh, Katie and I think a lot in the same way, right? You and Tom think a lot in the same ways. And so it was really sort of a natural 
thing, yeah. even though it was difficult to get there. Once it happened, it was it seemed natural because you guys were able to relate in a way that I struggled to relate to you, right? Because I don't see things the way you do, yeah. And and uh, she and I were able to relate in a way that she, she has struggled has trouble with him because he thinks just like you do, yeah. So that's the start. That's the context of the start of our dates, right? right? All right. How was so once that so now the date started. You guys have left. You're going towards your dinner date. How did he treat you? He was very attentive, very sweet. He opened my car door. He, I mean, just had his hand on the small, which I love when a man kind of like leads me with the, his hand on the small of my back and opens a door for me. Um, just very sweet, very attentive. Yeah, and that's something you hadn't told me until now, which is good. Yeah, I, but that—that's <laughs> I love. He's very different than me. Yeah. And he and I are very good friends. Um, you know, he, he is, we just have different personalities. He's a, a, a much bigger guy than me. He's much taller, big. And I know that's a big turnoff for you. I'm, I'm five ten. you're five eight. So there's barely a difference in our height. He towers over you. Yeah. So I wanted you to get to experience something different. Right. But it kind of makes me feel good and sort of butterflies all over again to know that you had an experience that was different than what I give you. Yeah. That's what I want out of these separate dates. Yeah. However, I'm not sure you feel quite the same reciprocity. Yeah, no. And I don't think reciprocity is the goal. No, not I don't either. I'm just saying, I'm just yeah. bringing that up. Yeah. No, I have a tendency to get jealous more than you do, I think, or to feel insecurities more than you do. Well, again, this was my ideal situation, not yours. Right. And, and brought up a lot more of my insecurities. Yeah. And what was the insecurity? I mean, this is one of your very best friends. One of my very best friends. So love, what's the insecurity? Love her so much. Somebody you trust. She's intelligent and beautiful and she's got a different body style than I do. She's petite and it just has a smoking hot body. Um, she does. And that just brings up insecurity. Yeah, but you like, have a world-class. Well, I know too. that doesn't make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying that, okay. but it's still, I still felt insecurities. Okay. And um, like I had told you before the date, had you been taking me on dates of this caliber, I probably wouldn't have felt so much insecurity. Yeah. I mean, we've been so busy and, right. and I haven't paid you that kind of attention. Right. Not out of a, not that I don't want to, it's just, we've been so busy. And I, had to I mean, literally we put that video out on April 27th that we wanted to do separate yeah. dating and it was the middle or early August part of August. So it was like yeah. three and a half months before we could even find a weekend to make it happen. Yeah. Um, that's not an excuse. Right. But I did it. Well, it is an excuse. I'm using it as an excuse <laughs> right now, but, uh, yeah, I I hate that. I hate that you felt jealousy because I've sort of dropped the romance ball, yeah, so to speak. Well, and I think that's one thing that I've told you pretty often is I I don't feel jealousy if I feel secure and safe and attended, yeah. or you know, like you've right. been attentive to me. No, I understand. But we do have very busy lives. We've got children. We've got businesses. We've got a lot going on, and we work seven days a week. Um, so there's not really a lot of time for that kind of 
romance anymore unless we're out of town or going to an event or something like that. And so when you're taking time to curate a date for someone else, it did. It made me feel like, oh, (laughs) it it stung a little bit. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a Sunday today. We've been working all day. Right. Yeah. Not that I felt threatened by her at all. And I don't, I trust her implicitly. Yeah. I mean, there's not a shadow of doubt. You, know, you two are so close. You've actually planned a girl's trip together. Oh, here yeah. Coming up I just soon, so. absolutely adore everything about her. Yeah. Um, did you at any point on your date, did you feel butterflies? Uh, yeah, I did. And I think that's did what... Did you expect that? I didn't expect that. And I actually didn't even think about it. I didn't think a lot about what... I would feel on the date or what the date would be. I just wanted to be present. Um, And I feel like if I start thinking about what it could be, I'll create a narrative in my head. And sometimes I can disappoint myself. (laughs) And so if I don't think about it, but it was funny because um, while we were on our date, we saw people from our hometown. (laughs) Yeah. People we know. But these people also know that we're in the lifestyle. Right. I don't know that they're in the lifestyle. They've messaged us before about the lifestyle, but right. yeah. um, I think they're open to it. And they're probably the least judgy people that could have possibly seen us. That gave me butterflies. I think just kind of the naughtiness of it, like knowing that. Um, oh, so you didn't get nervous about that? Oh, no. I, when you were Not telling me even that. even a little bit. In fact, we almost went and took pictures with them, but they closed their door because they were in like a private party. Oh, you didn't. So when you were telling me that, I got the impression you got nervous when you saw No, them. not at all. Okay. Um, in fact, one of them spoke to me and said, you know, hey, April, how are you? And then looked at Tom like. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Tom? The fuck is Tom doing here? <laughs> Where's Todd? Well, that was. Uh, so I'm surprised he didn't get a time. No, I, actually, I don't think. I think they know. Oh, I wish that was. So that was something Katie and I talked about. We were like looking around everywhere we went going, I hope somebody sees us. And just has the God message, April, <laughs> or you know, somebody messages right. us with a yeah. picture of you two sitting out there. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's because I'm out with his wife." Right. Um, okay, so good. So you had butterflies. I did too. Um, I was confident and comfortable leading up at the, oh, the whole time, right? Until we got on the date, and then I was like, "Oh my God, this is actually happening!" And and, and I got a little, uh, I got a little. Of the butterflies, nervousness, yeah. you know, because it was somebody different and it just felt, you. it's just not what you're supposed to do when you're yeah. raised in Alabama. And here I am taking a woman out on a date. And so, yeah, I got a little bit of that too. What did you enjoy about being out on a date with another man and me not being there? Not just being out on a date with another man, but specifically that you were out there and I wasn't. Um, and you can't hurt my feelings. I mean, I guess it's that well, guess new relationship can. energy, right? Those butterflies that you don't yeah, that necessarily get. That, that doesn't have anything to do with me not being there. Well, yeah, it does. You can't get that with me there? I don't think I've ever had that without you there. So would you say for the first time in, in our consensual non-monogamy experience, you got butterflies? Yeah. Wow. And that's the whole reason I wanted to do separate dating. Because I, I get so guarded when you're there yeah. and I'm always paying attention what, to the, what the other female is feeling. And I pick up on emotions and feelings and um, 
it doesn't allow me to give myself space to be present. Yeah, that's that is. So I was just present. I was present. We had wonderful conversation. We talked about everything and anything. I mean, it was, it was just really, really good. She and I had both said we had been comfortable. We had never had any doubts that we were going to have a fun day. We were comfortable with the situation right? uh, and there wasn't any anxiety leading up to it. And both of you had a lot of that. Yeah. And our concern was that we were going to have a fun date and then you guys were just going to be so heated up with emotion or something that you didn't have a good date. So even though you and I haven't talked a lot about the serpent dates, it really makes me feel good uh, that it went so well. I'm I'm proud for me (laughs) that I'm able to enjoy you enjoying it. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen when it's somebody (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I will tell you one thing. I made a deal, like a pact with myself going into this, that I was not going to talk about you on my date. (laughs) And I'll tell you why, because you're my safety net. You're an easy target for me to talk about. I wanted to step outside of my comfort zone and really give the space to get to know Tom on another level and hear his stories and stuff like that without him feeling like you were there. Right. Oh, you yeah, know. that makes sense. It's but and it's so funny how different we are about this because Katie and I talked about you guys constantly. <laughs> N- not that we didn't have intimate and fantastic moments, right? And yeah, we did, you did. The, and really the whole time we did. But you guys were a constant, you know, an off and on but constant source of conversation. Right. Um, so it's so different. It's so weird how much alike you guys were and how much alike yeah. we were. But all right. So next question. Um, what surprised you most about the date? So you said you had a good time. I don't know that you were surprised that you had a good time, but what about it? I think it surprised me that I it was so easy for me to be present. I really thought that I would struggle with conversation with him. I thought I would... I thought our conversation, he's on the quieter side. He, I think, internalizes a lot of stuff and doesn't, he's kind of more of an introvert. I was surprised how easily the conversation went. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's the sort of manly man who kind of internalizes his emotions typically. And uh, that was one of the things I was concerned about that you guys would struggle maybe with conversation. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was, you told me that it never stopped. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, and ours was the same way. We talked the yeah. entire time. It was never hard. I attribute that at least some to the fact that we already had a connection. Right. I mean, we've we've, yeah. we've played with them before. They're very good friends of ours. Um, so there was a comfort level going right. on. But yeah. yeah, it was easy and smooth. Yeah. Do you want to go out on a date with him again? I would. You would? Yeah. Or you want to? Um, I want to. Why do you, why do you hesitate? Do you hesitate because you're afraid to say that to me? Yeah, no, I don't like saying that because I don't know what he wants. <laughs> okay, well, you don't get to. Yeah, you just need to be raw and say what you want. Um, I would definitely go on a date with him again. But why do you say you don't know what he wants? Because one of the things he said the minute we all got back together that night. Because that's what my brain does. <laughs> but he said, he said, I would do this again tomorrow. That's I know, I know. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, 
I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to be uncomfortable, but say what I am uncomfortable. I actually feel. I want to, yes, I would go on a date with him again. I would go on her, uh, with her on a date again. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on a date with her like in a couple weeks. Um, I want to go on a date with people we don't know. Because. Wait, 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 we're getting to that. Well, I'm going to say because this brought, this highlighted all my insecurities and it makes me super uncomfortable. And I don't want to have to go through the emotional gymnastics to go on a separate date again. Do you think you would have to go through that if we went out on a date with them again? I think I would have to. Yes. Yes, Why? I do. Because the, we know this, them. This went and, so well. Because that's how my brain works. Because we know them and we love them so much um, that my brain is going to do the thing that it does. <laughs> So even though, had, you, even though you had a date and it went well, doing it again, and you something you want to do again, yes, it would still be, yeah, it's so weird to me. Yeah, I, it would be a nothing thought for me to do it again. Well, I know, yeah, I know that, <laughs> <laughs> which right. makes me even more insecure. <laughs> okay, well, that's well, my next question. So you would like to date him again? Do you want me to date her again? Yeah. Well, why did that seem easier than saying you wanted to date him? Oh again? gosh, I I just love her so much. Who wouldn't want to date her? I know, but you but you don't love him. Yeah, I do. That's why I want to date him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a rational answer for that. Yeah, I just know the feeling that I get that <laughs> I would go through the same process again that I went through the first time. Um, I feel closer to them than I did before. Um, I absolutely adore their friendship. I adore them both individually and together. I think they're an amazing couple. They have a beautiful marriage and a beautiful love and respect for each other. Yeah. I would date either one of them. I want to separate date with somebody that I don't know. Okay. So that's, that's what we're getting to. Um, but before we get there, <laughs> um, are there any lingering jealousy issues? Specifically, are there any jealousy issues that make you think, I kind of wish we would have done that differently or not done it at all? We weren't ready for it. I don't know. Anything like that? No, I don't. No, I think that we've been able to talk through everything. Um, I don't regret anything. I think I think the dates went beautifully. Um, any insecurities that came up, I'm aware are issues that I have internally and things that aren't anything that you did wrong, nothing that she did wrong, nothing that he did wrong, but just things that I have to work through. Well, I want to bring up one specific mm -hmm. and this is a good segue based off what you were just saying. We all, we set rules in place and we all agreed that we all followed them, but we were recounting some of the things that happened on our dates jointly. We were all talking right. about some of the cool and fun and sexy things that happened. Right. One of the things that happened on our date, when we got to our dinner reservation, we both needed to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I said, I've got to go to the bathroom. She said, me too. I said, all right, well, let's just leave our stuff here. We'll go we'll be right back. She starts to walk into the women's bathroom and I just followed her in there. Right. We throw a stall door open. We go in there together. We didn't violate a rule. 
right. we were, the four of us had agreed we could make out, but, mm-hmm. you know, don't do anything that can cause an orgasm, I guess, right. is basically what we had said. And so we're in this women's bathroom in a public place making out. Mm-hmm. And that's a funny story. People came in, yeah. a woman came in, we got real quiet, got real nervous, the person left, and eventually we get a knock on the door as we continued making out, and it was security yeah. throwing us out of the bathroom. Nobody cares about that story, but we retold it when we got right. back. I didn't want to hide that right? because I felt like if she told Tom that and I had for, didn't tell you and it got brought back up at some point, it would hurt. Right. Well within the rules. Yeah. But how did you feel about that? It, Don't cry. I know. It did hurt my feelings. Yeah. Um. And you're right. You were well within the rules. And I don't think either one of you did anything wrong, but it hurt my feelings because that's not something you do with me. And it made me feel like um, something's wrong with me that you wouldn't do that with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have bad feelings towards either one of you for doing that. I mean... If I was with you and you had done that with me, I probably would have, I would have done the same thing. You just have never done that with me. And so that hurt my feelings. Um, But you're right. You were well within the rules to do that. Um, And I'm sure that was an exciting thing. And that was a good experience for both of you. Um, But yeah, it made me feel jealousy and it hurt my feelings, but that's not, you doing something wrong. Well, that maybe that specific thing wasn't wrong, but the fact that um, the fact that you felt like I haven't done things like that with you is a shortfall on my part. Not that that act itself may have been wrong, but that you know that's a hole in my game with you, <laughs> so to speak, and uh, something I've got to fix that we can choose to look at as a negative or a positive. I'm going to try and approach this as a positive and a, and a, a shining a light on something that a, a shortfall of mine that mm-hmm. I haven't treated you that way in a while. You know, again, we, we had our torrid early on part of our relationship where we were fucking in dressing rooms and stuff, yeah. and, but I haven't done anything like that in a while. And while I was well within my rights, according to the rules to do that, I'm also well within my rights to do that to you. And it's been a while. Yeah. And it bothered him too. Yeah. Um, so that was a. For the same reason. For the same reason. And yeah. and I hope that I can take that as a learning opportunity. I think she will too. And maybe that's a benefit. Of this. Yeah. Is to go, look, you can be lazy when you're monogamous, but you cannot be successfully lazy when you're going to have an open relationship. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I do apologize, not for what I did, for right. what I haven't done. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, so now we, that, that situation was overall, I would, for me, I would say overall, that was a nine or 10 out of a 10. Yes, experience. I agree. And I, I would love to do a separate date again. Yes or no. Would you want a separate date again? Yes. Okay, now let's get to what I know you're itching to talk about. <laughs> um, ideally, you would like to now 
switch this back over to the situation that you want. Yes. What I intended it to be. So tell me what that should, tell me ideally, what would that look like for you? This will look like you go on a date with a woman and I don't know who she is, what she looks like, hear anything about your date. I don't want to know about it. Out of sight, out of mind. Fine. And vice versa. Yeah, right. Right. Well, and but I'm going to know, I'm going to meet the guy. Right. Whether well, and I think we established in our second video of separate dating, I would do a pre-date date with the guy that I go out with so that I can make sure that he's who he's not catfishing me, but also that I feel safe and that I also feel chemistry with him yeah. because essentially I don't want to go out with a guy that I've only talked to online and then meet him somewhere and he has these expectations that we're going to go somewhere else. And then I show up and there's no chemistry. Yeah. Cause we actually had separate dates set up uh, not long after we released that first video and you went on that pre-date date. It was a coffee date to right. a Starbucks or some coffee shop and you weren't going to be there long. It was just an opportunity for you to make sure he was a real person. And that was part of the problem. It just the chemistry just wasn't there when you met mm -hmm. in person. Right. And so that sort of fell through and, and, I had all of these insecurities and anxiety when that happened. I, yeah. I didn't expect to. I was, Which is very rare for you. Yeah. It, well, it's really, it, at least to that extent, it's never happened. Yeah. And for some reason, you want me to experience that insecurity. I feel like <laughs> I do want you to experience it. I feel like you'll have an empathy for me and what I feel. Because I feel like sometimes um, when I'm going through, when I'm processing through and working through my emotions and my jealousies and my insecurities that you're, you don't know what that's like. And so you want to fix it right away and make it go away. That's true. And that's not how I'm going to work through it. I need to process through it. I need to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling. And logically I can eventually come out on the other side as a rational human being. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think it would be a negative thing for you to feel some of those emotions. And... I, I know it's going to be harder for me. This was the situation you wanted and you felt comfortable with. I, uh, I get my insecurities of some super rich, beautiful guy, which I know you could land if that's what you wanted, uh, could sweep you off your feet and promise you the world. And if I don't know him, then I don't trust him. If I don't trust him, then those insecurities are going to be even worse. But that is on me. Yeah. That's my insecurity. And it's something I need to work towards. So while I'm not going to be as excited probably about this arrangement, I think it will be a fantastic experience for me to try to grow through. Yeah. Um, it's going to be probably super easy for you. You're going to end up in a hotel room hanging from the chandelier, doing all kind of crazy sex stuff. And I'm going to be worried about that, but you won't be. Well, I think I will, but I need to, I need to get through that for me because this is, I want ultimately what I want for you. I, I know that you love me. I know that we're going to be together for the rest of our life. And because of that, I also want you to experience things that, uh, I want you to experience everything and yeah. I can't, I can't give you everything. There's things that other men can give you from a personality standpoint, even maybe from a sexual standpoint, from a lifestyle standpoint that I can't give you. And I want you to get to experience those, but it's hard. 
you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so we will, uh, we will try to make sure that at some point here, we'll have to reopen our <laughs> accounts to, to make that happen. But that's going to be yeah. something coming soon, something on the horizon for us, you know, two years from now, maybe we'll make that. Right. Happen. Let's look at the next hole in our schedule. Yeah. Again, if maybe you're interested, <laughs> if you don't know us currently, <laughs> but are interested in maybe dating us. Hito in January, meet me there. <laughs> Who could we have separate Wouldn't dates? Wouldn't that be great? Here? I think we could. Oh, I could that, well, that's not ideal for you because that's going to lessen the pain for me. Why? I don't. If I, if you're there, in a I don't know why that would be easier for me. It would be, but we do that. <sighs> if you're going to our event at Hedonism, and we January, don't know you, <laughs> and we don't know you, January sixth to the thirteenth, we've taken over the entire resort <laughs> uh, for a sexual health and wellness summit, and it's going to be the fittest party in the lifestyle. Uh, we'd love to meet you there and maybe you, maybe you could woo her and get a separate date. <laughs> I don't know. But what if what if a guy does that, but I can't get anybody to go on a separate date with me while we're there? Well, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to have a shortage of offer. Uh, well, I mean, women don't just clamor to go out. I mean. Yeah, they do. I don't know. All right, so we're going to try separate dating again. Okay. We are going to do this, but we're going to do it on my terms this time. Well, I am glad we did it. I am too. I uh, am. I think we've learned a lot. I think yeah. I think we had some hiccups. We worked through them. Yeah. And we're better for it. Yeah, I agree. And I love this life that we've built together where we are trying things with this sense of trust in each other. And while everything may not work out the way we want, we're living a life that most can. Yeah, most can. It makes me proud of myself and it makes me proud of us that we're able to do this. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening to us yammer on about our separate <laughs> dates. And, uh, you know, listen, we, we have a platform called naughtygym.com. If you need help with your fitness or nutrition, that is our specialty. We want to help the consensual non-monogamous community. And we do everything for you other than actually do the workouts. Yeah. We provide everything from coaching videos to the actual workouts to what we want you to do. Nutritional advice. Join our community. There's over 300 people there now. Even if you don't want to work out, <laughs> which hopefully you do, <laughs> it's just a super encouraging and supportive community of sex positive people. Um, and you also get... Uh, advance notice of our podcasts and different workshops and stuff that we'll be doing. So, and a lot of nudes of April. No, that's not true. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> don't join for that reason. You're not going to get them. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.